0: welcome to the family with
2: doug sprinthal
3: sarah messeld paul Capsack,
0: and andy Brambernard, bernard and we'll be right back kick things off we're talking about 2021 proof alliance virtual benefit we'll find out that's all about right after this with the family
4: okay Are that's doing enough that, for me
0: do a live, huh? sure. sure commercial oh we're doing it right right now, now. Oh, you want to do it right now? Andy wants to
2: do it right now. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I'll, I'll be the Michael Bryant of it. Walzer.com.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice that he filled in for me yesterday. I just I heard that phenomenal. spot. That was great. I. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I was one of the probably twenty percent of the folks that got my second COVID vaccination. Wednesday, Tuesday—I don't remember what day it was. Tuesday, about eleven o'clock. By eight o'clock that night, I felt like I. The worst hangover in my life and lost a bar fight at the same time. So, Mike <laughs> Bryant stood in and did just a wonderful job. So, he thank did. you, Michael. Did a nice um, job. I want to put a shout out for the uh, HR department. We are currently, we have. Currently, about probably 15 openings in the sales departments across the metro and the Twin Cities. As you should know, because of all the money we've spent advertising over the years, we stopped negotiating car deals 20 years ago, so it's not an old school car job. It is a salary with incentives, work life balance, 40 hour weeks, 13 weeks of paid pro- uh, programming. Boy, does that sound bad. <laughs> Let's use training. Let's yeah, use training, training instead. A,
0: oh, no, programming <laughs> yeah. your salespeople. That's great. That's we, nice.
2: We will salute you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you want to find out more, uh, email me directly at Doug at and I will connect you with the appropriate people. Take it away, Michael Bryant.
0: Bradshaw, Ed and Bryant. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant,
1: what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries.
0: Amateurs, why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. <coughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Our special guest, Sarah Messel and Paul Katsback.
4: Uh Our Capsack, excuse me, is it Capsack? You can call me anything Kats- you want, but it's Capsack. Cap, it is capsack. Like a knapsack, except with a K.
0: Oh, because there's a K-A-S.
4: Yeah, well, there was an old woman once who told me uh, that it should be capchuck.
0: Oh, capchuck, yeah, that yeah, makes and sense. Yeah, and yep, then some members sense.
4: of my family do every letter, but that takes too much time. So just cut. Kas-zak. The, Kas-zak. Yeah, Kas-zak. Exactly. yeah, That's too much time. It cool if time. Just,
2: it was it cool if we just used Paul?
4: Or hey, you, okay. you idiot. Hey, you. Whatever.
0: Now, Sarah, where did you grow up?
3: I grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. Oh, in Litchfield, okay. Yep. What did they
0: do with the Main Street Cafe? That makes me mad. Soon since they soon that, Walmart moved in. they like Main Street I shut know. down. Yeah, I love that Main Street. I love that Main
3: Street, <laughs> that Main Street too. Spent a yep. lot of time at Swart Kemp Drugstore Store and um, yep. the movie theater and all the good stuff. And yeah, it it is still a cool town. Graduated it from is a there. Great town. Yeah. Nice
0: golf course, the yep. whole shooting match. They got yep. it all out there. Yep. So how do you two know one
3: another? So I am the director of an organization called Proof Alliance, mm-hmm. which used to be called Minnesota Organization on Fetal Alcohol Syndrome and founded in 1998 by former First Lady Susan Carlson, <sighs> married to Governor Arnie Carlson. There's a great story about that. Why, oh,
0: she wouldn't admit it? Is that the
3: great yeah, story? <laughs> no, she's still married to them. <laughs> They're a great couple. Um, yeah, that's good. <clears throat> but she was a juvenile court judge in Hennepin County and before she was first lady. Oh,
0: sure. And yeah.
3: she saw these kids coming through her courtroom, and she wondered, what's, th- what's up with these? And realized that a lot of them had fetal alcohol spectrum disorders, brought it to the attention of Minnesota when Governor Carlson was in office kind of set the stage for us being the leader in the country. And um, then when they left office, she founded MOFAS, um, now called Proof Alliance, because we have the proof that if you don't drink when you're pregnant, you won't have um, a child with FASD. Really? And Paul, who has been a board member, former board member, and a supporter from the Minnesota Municipal Beverage Association, has been a big supporter of the organization for, you know, almost since the beginning.
0: Do you give you one of those ten cent checks that he gets?
3: Yeah, he gives me at least ten cents a month. At <laughs> least ten cents a at month. At least, least. yeah, month. yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, you, you're in the right place because I the two things that I do not tolerate is picking on my mother or children. <laughs> that's <laughs> it.
3: So moms those. and baby, moms and children. That's moms what we are ch- all about. <laughs> well, exactly. There you go. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So good.
0: Absolutely. So. Boy, I don't know what did they think it was back in the days before medicine had advanced. That they had no idea what caused it. I would assume, couldn't be the alcohol that I'm drinking. Right,
3: right, exactly. And we have so many people now, you know, uh, growing up in West Central Minnesota. um, You know, uh, Minnesota is among the biggest binge drinking um, states in the nation. Um, And you know, we everyone says, "Oh, our mom's all drank and we're all okay." But, you know, once you kind of start unpacking that and you really understand what alcohol during pregnancy causes, it's like, it's a spectrum. So, yeah, maybe we're okay, but maybe our memory issues or the reason we can't do math well or, you know, impulse control is part of how the alcohol impacted our brain during pregnancy And, you know, all the way to the the far end of the spectrum, really, which is about, you know, kids that have, you know, severe impacts, cognitive delays, developmental disabilities, and brain injury. So, um, and everything in between. So, there's a lot of myths out there about when you drink or how much you drink is okay. And the brain develops all during the whole pregnancy. So, whenever alcohol is consumed... It can cause an impact. Oh, yeah. I so, seem to re- well, I
2: read something years ago, and I don't know if it's true or not, but in, in severe cases, there's some physical manifestations absolutely. in that you lose this your upper lip is the philtrum, yeah, yep,
3: yeah, yep.
2: So that is right.
3: That is absolutely right, uh, and that's I what we that's that. what we call fetal alcohol syndrome. When we ever talk about that in trainings, everybody reaches everybody <laughs> yeah. reaches for it's their philtrum to <laughs> say, <laughs> I don't oh, remember." God. You know, I'm sixty plus years old, and yep. my mom drink or not, but yeah, it's a it it <laughs> impacts the middle part of the face, and so that really? is. You can see a flat-filled The eyes can be spread apart, kind of small eyelids. So, um, And that only happens in one out of ten times. But what we're most concerned about, of course, is the fact that it impacts the brain. Right. And so yeah. that's, um, that's the biggest challenge that we face is that it's, it's permanent brain injury. And so it, you can't outgrow it. It doesn't go away. It's with you your whole life.
0: God, I, I, I remember being a little boy in North Minneapolis when you guys just talked about and there was a kid who didn't have, what mm-hmm. is it called? A fulcrum? A Filtrum. One? Filtrum. Yep. He didn't have one. I said, why did. My friend, I go, why, why did not he have one of these deals? He goes, ah, his mother's a raging booze hound. <laughs> well, Wow! Hard pretty astute for
2: North Minneapolis yeah. in
0: 1953. Yeah. Well, one taking shots at 53, listen <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know what year it was. Get away from me. Don't talk it was, to me. He was two while, years yeah. old
5: and talking to his friend.
2: Well, I wasn't huh?
0: a little kid. I was a teenager. Oh, So it was okay. about 1970. Which,
2: right. pardon me.
0: Uh, when did they discover that Sorry was the Sorry, I blew up. That, that so alcohol. you they were, me laughing about alcohol? Way to go! Well, down.
3: it's yeah, but that's okay. Um, it actually was first kind of established in the United States in 1974.
0: Oh, 74.
3: Yeah, so okay. that's when people first started. That was university. Uh, it was out on the on the west coast, and a bunch of doctors saw, you know, what we then called raging alcoholics, and now call you know women that have a substance use disorder. But all these babies that they saw that this was like this syndrome that they were seeing and they finally put two and two together mm. so um you know it's it's kind of one of those things where you know it's it's like that thing you know we used to smoke on airplanes Um yeah. we used to yeah. not wear seatbelts, and people used to drink during pregnancy. Not on the whole
2: plane though only 25 right. rows in right. right. <laughs> yeah. Remember The those people days? in row 24 were remember fine. Remember
3: those days? Yeah. I don't oh, know.
2: Yeah. Especially if oh, it yeah. was a long trip because all, and I smoked in those days <laughs> but like on a trip to Hawaii I remember all the people that couldn't get in the smoking section would just stand by the back bathrooms. It was, even as a smoker, yep. it was
0: bad. Oh, yeah. it was really bad, and I was in that
4: twenty-fourth seat many a time. Believe me, <laughs> uh-huh. good God, what are you doing? But you know, it shows how the how the issue has evolved. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's evolved from the raging alcoholic, you know, that you were hanging out with. Um, I to don't the point know. That he was the <laughs> raging alcoholic. Oh, wow! Oh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So, to the point where, and that's, and that it gets back to the name and so forth. Now it's a point where you don't want to do it at all because it's been proven you don't know how much alcohol it would, it would, is needed in order to cause a problem. And now there's kind of, when I first got into, Sarah and I have known each other, I don't know, 20? I don't even know. Um, And so when I first got into this, I'm going, well, everybody knows that pregnant women shouldn't drink. Right. And so, why why are, do we have an organization? Why am I doing this? But as I get more into it, you're, I'm finding, and all you got to do is, you know, look around uh, about how many pregnant women are drinking. Oh, no no And and it doesn't nec- it doesn't take the raging alcoholic for it to cause, you know, problems. So it's that you know kind I'm, of that evolution. I'm
0: glad you brought that up. Is there is there a cutoff? Can you have a glass of wine every week, or can you have zero? Mm, zero. Okay, well, good. See, that's Zero. good to know. Yeah. To
4: ensure it, yeah. to ensure it. it. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, getting back to the old joke. I mean, that's what I look at. I do alcohol awareness trainings too, mm-hmm. and I do use the joke. Look at you know, my mom drank when she you know was carrying me, and look at look And what then I and am. that's a, And that's the time. There's the pause, and a lot of times people just look at me like, kind of what, the, what's he trying to say? Now he, and then certain people get it. Like you yes. got it right yeah, away. Yeah, so, the, the and scared, straight approach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you don't know. It could be. I mean, it's it's. You know it, it could be just that minimal amount um and I so that's said, why we're saying that. that's why it goes towards the the message of the organization is it's the one preventable thing. just don't do it, and you're guaranteed success that's wonderful, so you cannot
0: possibly get this without alcohol in your system. no,
3: nope. nope. that's amazing, yeah, and the other thing that's people don't know is that alcohol is more damaging for um uh, fetuses than uh, meth, heroin, oh cocaine, God. because it's a teratogen and it crosses the um, placenta and it causes brain injury. So,
2: so just talk to Andy; he's the only one that's going to understand what you're saying.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay. So, so what I'm saying is that a lot of people yeah. think that um, oh, it's just good old alcohol, but it's legal. You know, we can buy it. A little bit must be okay, and. You know, I've worked with people that are just like, well, you know, you can drink alcohol. I mean, I know you're not supposed to do, like, heroin during pregnancy. and be good. the be And that would be good. We don't want to do that we're either, under- obviously. But um, actually, um, alcohol causes more permanent, long-lasting damage. And so, um, and you know, we're real clear that um, we are not, we don't stigmatize anyone. We, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, 40% of all pregnancies aren't planned. And really? most people God, um, in either. Minnesota, and and most people drink, and so there's a lot of alcohol consumption before you even know you're pregnant. Um, there's people that get bad information sure. from, I mean, we still have some healthcare providers that say, eh, don't worry about that, that's overblown. Um, less and less all the time, but there's still misinformation out there. And then, you know, people that say, well, you know, my sister drank and her kids are all okay. So. We just really want to make it really clear, and then we also know that people have you know people need help, they need treatment and and sometimes people right. wanna want don't want to drink, but they need help to be able to not drink and so um we just we just wanted to be really clear there's no safe time, no safe amount, no safe kind. so a little bit of wine is no different than a little bit of Jack Daniels. It's like it's all alcohol,
0: yeah, that makes total sense, yeah. It actually does. Uh, You know, it's kind of a tie-in, and it just happened that I'm going through this right now in my life. But as far as alcohol is concerned, I have some friends. You know, i got friends all over the joint, but I I have some friends that are in their 60s, and they're drinking. And I found myself spending less and less time with them uh, because I don't want to watch them die. So at the beginning of your life, you don't want the alcohol. And i got to believe at the end of your life, you don't want to drink much either mm-hmm. because you just can't fight it off. Seriously, I mean, I I, I don't see them, you know, I, the people I've known my whole life, so I wouldn't see them maybe for a year or two. And the next time I see them, it's like, what, did you age like 15 years in the last two years? Alcohol does damage to your to everybody's body. Mm-hmm. So imagine what it does to a baby. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make. If it's going to take out 60-year-old men and women, it sure as hell is going to take out a fetus.
3: Yep. yep. And I
0: don't mean take out, I changed is a better way to put it. Yep. Yep. Uh, is there anything you can do once the baby is born with fetal alcohol syndrome? Is there anything they can do now to reverse any of it?
3: Yeah. Um, there, we, d- we can't cure it, right. it's permanent. But um, like a lot of things, the earlier you know, the more interventions and good things we can do. And there's actually some really amazing research at the University of Minnesota that is showing um, that by use of choline um, that that can reverse, they're, they're hopeful that it could reverse some of the issues. Um, so we just know really, you know, getting them diagnosed really early, um, getting them into good, really good school programs, um, good support programs, um, make sure that people around them understand what they're dealing with so they don't think that they're just, you know, um, that they're just not trying hard enough but right, that they really right. have a, a challenge and that's that's a big part of um, what we do as an organization is really p- help people understand um, because we b- work to both prevent it, which is while well, we're grateful to share this message on your show, but also to support everybody impacted from. You That's know, wonderful. What, what is
2: what's cold? I don't know what that is.
3: Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Candy, um, but it's um, it's a it's a. Substance, a mineral. What are you you looking at me for? I don't know. I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm the marketing guy for crying in the sink. I don't know. I need my buddy Dr. Dr. Jeff Wozniak. Okay, Um, we'll look it I was reading
5: something in the chat. What is the question?
2: Choline. What is choline?
5: Oh, choline. It's the predecessor to acetylcholine. It's a. Oh
4: well, I didn't know. I did know that, but I didn't. I'm trying to make a. I'm trying to make a good impression on your on you know,
5: my friends here. So. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that they recommend pretty much all pregnant women take because, you know, it's very necessary for the human nervous system, especially the developing one.
3: Right. So I mean, this is your
5: fault. This is your fault. It's, uh,
2: fault.
3: it's not my fault. I you just pointed it I out.
0: Knew. He does die, know, know. that's the
3: problem. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So then the, the the research that they're doing at University of Minnesota is is having little kids take choline. That are impacted yeah, by okay. – so, th- so that, that, would ma- that would make sense. That, kind of catch up yeah, to then, the
5: lost progress in the womb.
3: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah, I was reading in the chat, actually. I'm not going to say who because I don't know if she wants me to broadcast it, but one of the listeners has a cousin that died in his sleep at uh, 33 because of a heart defect that they didn't know about due to uh, drinking his mother drinking while she was pregnant with him. Oh god. So 33 years he had a heart defect, had no idea because of alcohol uh her his mom drinking alcohol while she was pregnant and then all of a sudden just caught up to him. There's all sorts of things that drinking during pregnancy can cause. Not just fetal alcohol syndrome. I mean, you bankruptcy. Get, you can get well, <laughs> yeah. yes. That's a foregone <clears throat> conclusion though. And it's also not just while you're pregnant.
3: Right, but the heart defects is that is, that is a, a real thing. You can that's have a, a valve yep. You can mm-hmm. have a
5: hole in your heart. Mm-hmm. You can have all sorts of very not good things. So yep. actually, it's probably a good idea if you know that your mom drank, or you know you drank while pregnant, but the kid doesn't have fetal alcohol syndrome. It is a good idea to get. Stuff like their heart checked out just to make sure because that sort of thing would have shown up on an exam. It's just if you have no reason to have the exam, no one has the exam.
0: (coughs) By the way, I'd like to point out that as soon as Andy started talking, Paul looked at me and said, "Takes after his mother."
5: I saw the
4: look in your face.
2: And before we started, Sarah introduced herself as the quiet one.
4: That's true.
0: That is true. 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 Doesn't he have to do anything? (laughs) Doesn't he have to do anything? I love that. I'm really glad you're here because it's, okay, I do want to hear about the virtual benefit. What's that all about?
3: So um, we are having our annual benefit, 2021 virtual benefit for Poof Alliance on April 29th. 6.30 is our pre-event. 7 o'clock is the event. It's going to be fun. We're going to do a ton of um, really innovative things like showing zero proof alcohol from local bartenders that'll be mixing those up. We have uh, messages from people like Dr. Jeff Wozniak, the researcher that does the work at the University of Minnesota, and Colleen. That we now understand what it is, thanks to Andy. Um,
4: we, I, I already, did. I already forgot
3: it. So I, <laughs> it's just like I, I
5: already <laughs> forgot. It's like um, vitamin A. It's it, just good for you. Good for oh, good. I can say, I can do that. <laughs>
3: trust, trust, trust him. Um, and so it's just it's our annual benefit. You know, we are funded um, by the generosity of people from Minnesota. Um, uh, Proof Alliance is the largest um, nonprofit organization focused on FASD in the country, um, and that's because of support from. Um, you know, Minnesota legislature, but also because of incredible generosity of um, our, our Minnesota citizens. So uh, if, you, if you wanna sign up and become a part of the event, um, we're delivering fun watch baskets that have um, a whole bunch of really cool things in them um, to your house so you can watch us virtually online. And, you know, join the fun. Uh, go to proofalliance.org and you can either donate, click the donate button, or go to proofalliance.org and uh, forward slash benefit and sign up. The cool thing about it is you don't have to drive anywhere, you don't have to go anywhere, but you can have a fun hour of inspiration and, um, and you know, support a really good cause for something that's 100% preventable, which, what can we say you can do that with these days?
4: As an extension of that, too, it's, I mean, it's, it's important to reinforce the message, too, is that the organization is not against drinking,
3: um, no, just understand. don't drink when you're sure.
4: right. But it, you asked, what does that? What does the benefit mean? It means Sarah calling me up asking for wine donations and beer donations and you know and things like that. So it, it works. So it works. So I mean, so it, it's in, it's an important message to go out because people people a saying I always use in my mm-hmm. world is that everybody who drinks thinks they know how to run a bar and a liquor store. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. And every time you talk about alcohol, everybody knows you know, what it is, and, and actually, so it's important to, 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 to stretch those things out and get a full understanding about what it all means.
5: Actually, I have a fun little story about at-home mixology that I did the other day. Uh-oh. So, uh, it was like a couple months ago. Andy's and he's not
4: a big
0: drinker. No, I'm not. Huh?
5: Melissa wanted a screwdriver, I think, a couple months ago, but we didn't have any vodka, but what we did have was grain alcohol and tap water. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> oh Lord! God. So I figured, okay, vodka's forty oh. percent water, so you make something that or sixty percent water, so you just take grain alcohol and dilute it, and make it sixty percent water. Oh. Did not taste very good. It,
2: Did you put orange juice in it? Well, yeah,
5: but oh, okay. it's it still tasted like if you were to dump some isopropyl alcohol into <laughs> no. orange
4: juice. It was, <laughs> I cannot gonna, recommend it. You're going to ask the question, and the logical question, why do you have grain guess, alcohol you're right, in your house? Right I'll ask it. It's Dude, your it show, but right. I'll ask it. That's you know? fine. Man. I had that bottle for so long,
5: I can't even remember why I bought it. <laughs> I probably bought it 15 years ago. Do you get it from us? Uh, we I might have. We moved about a little over a year ago, and at our old
0: house, we had this huge liquor cabinet that was full. And as we're moving, I looked
5: in there, and it's like... Well, when they say liquor cabinet, they mean... Almost walk in closet. <laughs> Almost walk in closet. <laughs> there was stuff, we, there was like Japanese plum wine. Oh, yeah. Was like there everything. was all sorts of things that I'd never even heard of before in there. But what, not one of the bottles had been open in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. It's just all sitting We there. had to dump out, I can't tell you how many oh, gallons God, of expensive yes. alcohol. Oh, yeah. it was sitting there. Because nobody so drinks
3: long. it. I know. He <laughs> goes, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe it came from that closet.
5: <clears throat> it might have come from that <clears throat> closet. I took stuff that I thought seemed interesting <laughs> i never drank the grain alcohol oh you're lucky yeah the
0: 190s—that's yeah. stuff that's 190 it was a proof? 190 yeah oh god mm-hmm. oh, was it clear ever clear
4: ever, ever clear, clear. Yeah. there you go exactly Ever mm, clear. tasty yeah. mm, not tasty you drink no. that in your faiths and your you it won't things won't be clear well i did drink take ever clear, a sip it yeah. of it yeah.
5: just to see what it was like it's not even really like a beverage at that point—it's—it's it's like a bio—it's a chemical it's like weapon. A prison sentence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It hits your throat, and it's like you just drank a bucket of sand.
0: You know, when I uh, was going to Brown Institute studying radio, lived in a house down in South Minneapolis, and there was one of the students. From, I don't know, he's from North Dakota or South Dakota. Some didn't, someplace. I don't know. Where do they, they, they sell it in South Dakota, North, North
2: Dakota, Dakota. North Dakota. I when North I was Dakota, a okay. teenager, that was like a rite of passage. One of your buddies had mm, drive to yeah, Nodak yeah. and come back with Everclear, and 10 <laughs> well, minutes guy, later, everybody's throwing up.
0: The old, you know, long neck beers. Mm-hmm. Every beer he ever had, he'd open the beer and fill the rest of it with Everclear. <laughs> wow.
5: I mean, you talk about some alcohol. <laughs> like, yeah. Man. Wow. One of our listeners wants to know if there will be an auction at the benefit. Oh, there you go.
3: There, there. Uh, we're not doing an auction this year. We will be doing an auction next year when we are back in person at the Mendicata uh, Club. Yeah. So, Mendicata um, Club. That's nice.
4: Yeah, yeah. Very nice. That's
3: that's our that's our place. You are going to be asking
4: for prizes again? I just want to start preparing now. Okay, absolutely, absolutely.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but we do have these these gift baskets, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of really fun things in those. So it's so we're not doing an auction, but we'll do a fund to need and ask people to. Ask people to support us. So. so
0: people can buy them by going to, to by going to ProofAlliance.org? Yep, yep. So they can buy the gift basket.
3: Yeah, they just may, need to make a donation of $250 or more, and I we'll, like we'll deliver a gift basket to your house. So, Mar,
0: I'll be doing it. I can guarantee you that's all. Thank you, listeners. Tom. Oh, Thank you so we, much. You were nice enough to come down in the rain and everything.
3: Well, yeah. We need the rain, right? That's yeah. what we say we in do. Litchfield. You're absolutely right.
0: <laughs> you know, right after the show, Paul's leaving for Augusta, so, you know. Big shot. Are you um, really? I've got a. Well, I've got
4: a late tea time, so I've got very late. So, <laughs> so you know, when, oh, are we, when are we when yeah, we wrapping Monday. here, man? I got <laughs> yeah,
2: to. I, I was lucky enough to get invited to go to a practice round. It was probably ten or eleven years ago, and the story at the time was, there was a Japanese golf fan that flew all the way from Tokyo to Augusta for tickets to the practice round. He brought his own clubs because he thought he could play.
0: Oh. oh, that's okay. oh. No, Poor sir. Guys. It's a shame. guy. We have to take a quick break here. We'll be right back in two minutes. Another segment caught up with Sarah and Paul right after this with the family. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with my pillow foam, an impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new MySlippers. The MySlippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1-800-516-5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. Use promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021
2: is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof.
0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. One thing I want to say leading the second segment here with Sarah and Paul is the fact that uh, there's so much battling going on. You uh, you pick up a newspaper now or go on online, everybody hates everybody, and oh my God, I hate people, and I'm a victim, and blah, 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 and there are people like you who are here to help other people. It does my heart glad to talk to people like you because you actually want to help rather than hurt people, which is unusual right now. I mean, people going out of their way to harm other human beings. I hope that passes. I really do. Mm -hmm. This is wonderful, though.
4: Let's talk about, especially babies, you know. Well, and and we get, uh, we never really got into it, but I'm the executive director of a trade association that represents cities with municipal liquor operations from around the state. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I, even though I was on the board, I mean, that's how the partnership started. Um, And some people look at our alliance and, and go, isn't this just groundbreaking? Isn't this just, oh, the liquor industry is getting, you know, partnering up with proof, and isn't this so groundbreaking? It's really not. I mean, we, as a core of our mission... You know we believe that alcohol shouldn't be everywhere. We believe that it's no, a controlled right, substance right. that that it should be used responsibly. Um, and sometimes when we advocate against certain things um, of, of massive expansions of liquor and, and things like we're mm. looking at, at it at, we're looked at as self-serving when in fact, it fits into our core you know core mission, use our products responsibly, um, you know because we don't need the money that bad, we don't need the money to go. You know, to pregnant women, we can, you know, right, we'll, right. we'll make our money other ways. Um, and so it it it's it's a, while well, some will look at it as revolutionary, it's just a, an extension of what we try to do as an as an organization and as municipal liquor operations. Well, that's
0: wonderful. See, that's great news. I, uh, I'm i going to ask you this next question based on a, a, a story I saw on TV several years ago that people don't really understand any of this, and the reason... I bring the story up. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Uh, one of the local TV stations was going, went out to Brooklyn Park because there was a woman. You know, have all those high wires going over all the houses out there in Brooklyn Center and Brooklyn Park, mm-hmm. right? And they're right over the house, some of the houses, right? Well, they went out to talk to a woman that said her pregnancy, she was I think six or seven months pregnant, was being affected by these wires over her house. And she wanted to do something about it, the radiating, whatever, and so. Uh, the reporter stands in front of her house and then walks over to where she's standing to point out the, the tower with all the electrical wires on it, right? And she said, I'm very upset by this. I don't want it to affect my pregnancy. I'm, I'm kind of afraid it already has. we got to do something about this. And they back the camera off. The woman's got a cigarette in her right hand and a drink in her left hand. Do they not understand Maybe smoking and drinking is not the best thing. Hey, look, you're already living under the wires. Maybe you should dial back the other behavior. People just don't get this, do they?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm different, or they don't get it, or uh, what is the problem with that?
3: I think you know it. When we know better, we do better. Um, yeah, and yeah, good point. so there's there's that that we now know all of this information that we didn't always know, and then it gets back to some of the stuff that I was saying before about. You know, we all um, we all do things that aren't necessarily always good for ourselves, and we still do them even though they know they can have bad outcomes. So we don't always make good choices. But also, there's like all this misinformation that people like. You know, people will be worried about eating a piece of processed sandwich meat during pregnancy, and yet, oh, but don't take my chardonnay away from me. but then we also know that there's a lot of bad information out there. There's that and that's what we're about is just good, solid public health information, working with doctors to make sure that they're asking, you know, their patients about it, making sure that everybody has good information and mm-hmm. that it is really, you know, to to our point before that it is to the point where it's as weird as thinking that we used to all smoke on airplanes. Yeah, that it's yeah. just universally understood that this is the safest choice. But that also that we make sure that we, um, you know, keep getting that message in all different places, and that we make sure that if people need help, to stop doing that, doing those things, that we get them the help and the treatment that they need. So, um, yeah, it's complicated.
4: And those and those part and that that conversation and like she said, you know, it has to happen in different locations. People get their messages. It's just a marketing thing in in different yeah. ways. Yeah. And we just did a partnership. Together, It's actually going on right now um, where uh, bags um, with, the, with, the, with the proof alliance message saying, you know, let's start a conversation. Here is information. Um, our members across the state, from the top of the state to the bottom, all over big cities, small town, are distributing those at point of purchase. So when somebody buys a bottle of oh, wine, okay. they're putting it in there. They're getting the message. It's got QR co- codes and the, the whole bit to it so you know you got to get to them where they're at so you know and it may not be actually to the to the person itself but if it's to somebody that they know and it starts i mean that's how change happens in small you know in small steps small victories
0: no question i look we can give and sarah brought this up earlier this and that happened throughout history well when i was a teenager and certainly younger than that I used to sit and watch my TV shows, and a commercial would come on and talk to you about how healthy and wonderful doctors think cigarettes are for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing happened with cigarettes. Right. When, I,
2: when I was a kid, I grew up in, outside of Boston. <laughs> I was, of course, a Red Sox fan, and this is probably a what? Sick Red Sox. They're a very good baseball team. they won several that, World Series. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Not just two? Yeah, more than two. <clears throat> okay,
2: never mind. <clears throat> and I was probably five, and I had... PJs that were Red Sox uniform, and right over the breast pocket, Lucky Stripes. (laughs) There you go. Of course, That's exactly it.
4: Exactly. They used to have Lucky Stripes candy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Three out of four doctors recommend Winston.
3: Exactly. That's right. calm your nerves. Right. Calm your nerves. That's exactly what it was, too.
0: So we've come a long way in, you know, 60, 70 years or whatever it's been, I guess. Are we making progress? Do people now understand, particularly, obviously, women understand that they cannot be drinking during pregnancy? Is that better understood?
3: I think it is. I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. You know, I've been doing this now for um, over two decades. And I think we've started to see a major shift in awareness. And that is because of you know, opportunities like this, working with people like Paul at the Municipal Beverage Association, um, and I, I think I think we're getting there. I don't think I think there's still a little bit of skepticism or resistance where people are like, "Really?" And I'm, I'm sure that's that's what it was like back when we had the Surgeon General saying that, "No, actually, it's bad to smoke." Yeah. You know, yeah. we should we should what be doing this. Right. And I think we're kind of at that point now where it's like um, we're, we're starting to really systemically understand that, no, that, that is just something that we really want to avoid if we can.
0: Yeah, no question yeah, about that. Yeah. Has advertising helped you with this? Because that is one thing that, that, that well, cigarette companies were forced to change their advertising to point out that maybe it's not good for everyone. Have there been any changes in your industry, Paul, where, where they've stepped forward and say, hey, look, we need a better understanding, while it's, for, for most people, uh, a nice glass of wine at night's a wonderful thing
4: but look it's nine months out of your life just don't do it the blunt answer is no and i'll give you one of my challenges is that i go to national conferences right. and i try to talk to you know the big liquor companies about this issue and the big fo- the focus for these big companies are drunk driving and youth oh, access sure. and youth access sure. so i bring this up and they look at me like I'm from Mars. Really? And you <laughs> oh, know, surprised. it's just like And too. maybe I look like I'm from Mars. Maybe yeah, that's maybe different. that's the problem. Maybe I need to put on we, makeup just or just do it some, as a phone call. <laughs> as a phone call. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm glad the, the video sentiment. isn't on. You yeah. know, but but it really becomes a frustrating thing. And so the first time it happened I looked at him and it was kinda like, Okay, that just be, must be that Person, but then I'd, it happened over and over and over again. Right. And one of the things that Sarah and I have been talking about for years is trying to figure out a way to get to these national companies. To, I mean, to talk about this issue because they're so focused on the other ones. And I'm not saying the other ones are bad. No, no, you know. No, but I'm just saying. But to bring this to the forefront, um, it's been a big challenge. Yeah, I could see that because I, I, I don't even know if I want to
0: ask this question. But let's ah. say we we just talked about about this about ten minutes ago. We brought this up. How deep into a pregnancy? Because some women don't know they're pregnant, so they're going to the bar and having. How deep can you get in a pregnancy where you? I mean, is day one. It'd be best, obviously, mm-hmm. if you knew, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, how about that? I mean, I don't know. How are you going to make that call? Because you don't even know you're pregnant.
3: Right, right. And so, what we talk about is lots and lots of education planting those seeds in people's minds that if they could be pregnant or think like, oh, I could be pregnant, um, that they really take a deep breath and consider the choices that they're making at that moment. Um, planned pregnancies are healthier pregnancies. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's you know really what we encourage in that childbearing age years to years is to really begin to think about that. Um, because for a lot of reasons, not just drinking, but for a lot of reasons that, you know, planning pregnancies are much healthier, can be much healthier pregnancies, but all the doctors and, and, um, you know, nurses that we work with say any time in pregnancy that you stop drinking is healthier for your baby. So, you know, a lot, we get calls, you know, we have often gotten calls over the years where someone has called and said, man, I was at my, you know, sister's, you know, um, destination wedding and, you know, we spent 10 days and I didn't know I was pregnant and this happened. And it's like, you know, our goal is to say whenever you stop drinking, you are going to have a better outcome. And so like and and that's what, you know, uh, most, um, you know, OBs will say, too, is that um, we we really we want to have a, you know, balanced. I mean, there is no safe level. We've never established a safe level. There's no safe kind. There's no safe time. Um, but we also know that, um, this is life and life can right. be messy sometimes. Right. And so we just want to do the best we can with what we know at this moment.
0: So. And do you know about your mother and pregnancy? Um, well, he was there for part of it. <laughs> for part of it. <laughs> but your mother, in both cases, you and your sister, knew the day she got pregnant. Yeah. I don't know how on earth, but she nailed it right you know, to a, the day. There's
2: an uncomfortable answer.
0: Oh, that you only have sex once a year.
2: That's not
4: which could which could be true. So well, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't know. I really don't want to know. Right. but <laughs> It could be true. But that's the
2: uncomfortable part.
4: Yeah, exactly. And,
0: Andy was conceived in New York City, and Alex was conceived in Maple Grove. She knows that, and, and Andy block your ears. But it wasn't because we only had sex. Once a year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to, you know forward some useful information you're an educator trampled. yes i'm an educator that's exactly <laughs> yeah, right he's really. a
3: health educator
0: um i think shouldn't people be more responsible about pregnancy anyway we still don't have much responsibility when pregnancy uh, is talked about i grew up in north minneapolis there's so many people i know three of my friends when we were 16 got their girlfriends pregnant <laughs> three of them mm-hmm. at 16 two of those guys not matter fact all three of them are now dead uh, they they died very young, too. Well, one of them lived to be in the late 50s. But pregnancy is a very important thing. When are we going to understand how important pregnancy really is? Yep. I know you like the sex part. I understand that 100%. You know what I see what I just did there, Paul? I was going to talk about having sex, so I looked at my screen instead of it's there. <laughs> I'm still, okay. well, it's a nice Catholic boy, you know. I don't know what's on the screen. So
4: That's
0: a good point. But I think across the board, understanding that pregnancy is not, and look, I'm not taking a political position on this or whatever. But, you know, we we go through this whole deal about, you know, people get pregnant and they go have abortions and stuff. And that's its your life. I'm not criticizing anybody here. But it just seems like I really wish we'd focus more on what pregnancy is instead of just, oh, it just happened as part of me having fun.
4: Well, you should also focus on why you want to be a parent. Yeah, There was absolutely. a time, I'll tell you what, I did a little personal experiment. Look, I don't have any kids. I have two dogs, two cats, one wife, and one horse. And I don't want any more of those because um, I'm really happy with it. <laughs> okay. And I love my wife. She, right. The world's a better place because she's in it. Wonderful. But, but that being said, um, for for something that was going I started asking people why you decided to have kids. Right. And people would, and, and I asked women, it's just, why are you doing it? And so many were just looking at like, I don't know. That's guess. That's just what you're supposed that's to what do.
5: what You do, yep. yeah. Yeah, you know. Not a and
4: good I got. Answer. And I thought, well, okay, that's good for you. And then I kept getting that answer. Yeah. You know. And so, you know, you got to start there. You
0: know. And then I couldn't on. agree more. And I think that is a big part of what you guys are trying to do. Is. Everybody should understand more about growing up and pregnancy, and this could go wrong and that could go wrong. You shouldn't smoke. You shouldn't drink, any of these things. If you're going to have a child, be responsible about having a child. It's a lot of irresponsible behavior that it does bother me quite a bit. Matter of fact, I can reveal this because I've talked about it on the morning show before. I never had sex until I was 21 years old because I knew if I did and I got a girl pregnant in my teens or whatever, I was never getting out. I was never going to make it in life. I would have be been living over where I used to, and nothing against people who live in North Minneapolis, that's know what, what I mean, but I was talking about getting out of poverty. Mm-hmm. That if I had a kid when I was, te- I would have never, I would have been, I don't know, whatever job it would have been, but I literally waited a lot longer than most people because I just didn't want to take that mm-hmm. chance. I don't know where that responsibility came from, probably my mother, I suppose, <laughs> where it came from, but... Uh, I think people should more often think about that kind of thing. Do I really want to do this? And it was weird, by the way, as a teenager saying, no, I can't really do that. Because they'd look at me, what are you, like, well, especially guys? In the I era, mean, they literally got accused of being well, gay because they didn't want to have sex with a girl.
2: Especially in the era we grew up in. It was like, oh, the I 20s. know. Oh, it was God.
0: everywhere. It was everywhere, absolutely. Back in the late 60s mm-hmm. and early, early 70s. So I think part, a big, big, big part of this is personal responsibility. Live your life like you want to, and don't
5: get surprised by pregnancies. That well, there is sense, some eh? good news on that front. Good. So in the 50s and 60s, the teen birth rate was just about 100 per 1,000. So 10% of mm-hmm. uh, births was to teenage uh Girls, right? Uh, what would you guess? So it was about a hundred per <clears> thousand. What would you guess it is today? Half that. Ninety-nine. Sixty. Seventeen. 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 So yeah, it really? is. Really. The teen pregnancy rate has actually cratered in America. That's, in the past oh, that's great. Fifty to hear. years. That's great to hear. That's so, a. That's
0: that's good. A good thing.
3: Really good news. Yep. Yep.
0: So Sarah, what is the? Is there somebody? Keeping track of how many fetal alcohol syndrome children are being born per year in America now, or does somebody keep track of that? Yeah, I want, is that
5: number increasing or decreasing? <clears throat> well,
3: it's you know it, it's it's hard because we don't we don't have mm-hmm. a great prevalence um, tracking system in right, this right. country. Well, for I also this.
5: imagine there's no genetic test or anything like right. that. Right, for it's it. a
3: compli- It can be a complicated diagnostic process, right. and you need to confirm alcohol use and then there's neuropsych testing and there's a physical exam to look at those things like the lack of philtrum mm-hmm. and all those things um, but we've had some we've had a recent really good prevalent study um, that was pu- published and well respected by a lot of folks and that is pretty astounding that in the general population they think that as many as 1 in 20 first graders have been exposed to FA or have have FASD and so when you look really? at the fact that autism, we're looking at somewhere around one in fifty, this is actually much more prevalent than mm-hmm. something like autism, um, but it's much less. It's much more underrecognized mm-hmm. and misdiagnosed. You know, kids with FASD oftentimes come to our clinic and have been diagnosed with lots of other things, right. um, and it's because no one's asking the question could this child have been exposed to alcohol during pregnancy? So, you know, we think, oh, maybe it's ADHD, it could be this, it could be that, and so um, it's, so so we're doing, uh, we're getting better at tracking and keeping track, and so in some regards you would think, well, maybe the numbers are going up, but it's really hard because there's so many different variables in terms of actually having really good tracking and prevalence um, systems. We're getting there. we're getting there. Minnesota Department of Health is working on it now, so um, hopefully we'll start being able to compare apples to apples instead of just random mm-hmm. piece, yeah. pieces of information that don't paint the whole story.
4: And you know, there's such a stigma. And she can talk about this, you know, but there's such a stigma too when you're talking about this for the kids who have already been there, mm-hmm. and for the for the mother to go and say and go through that process of saying, "Oh, gee, was, did I cause this?" You're I mean, it's kind of like you're scared to to go that direction or even start to explore it
5: yeah you want to you want to look at every other possibility because you don't want to face that it might have been something that you did oh exactly exactly so it's like yeah it's it's got to be this it's got to be this they'll keep grasping at straws yep yeah
3: (laughs) Yeah. We
0: only have a few minutes left, so I just uh, I want to make sure that people do understand there's a virtual benefit going on, and how can they uh, get in touch with you?
3: Please, thank you so much, Tom. Yes, oh, it's, it's proofalliance.org, and click on the Donate button um, if you want to make a donation, or else go to proofalliance.org forward slash benefit, and um, sign up to join us that night. It's it's a, It will be a painless hour of fun and like i said if you um it's a
4: good way to put it yeah i won't be speaking so it's it's it's, painless. it's it's really painless well you
3: know sometimes people are like oh you know go to an event and do this and sign up and go and buy your ticket and get dressed and dressed up and and so we really you know we really look at the silver lining in this is that it's really a fun fun hour of of education outreach inspiration um hear about the kids that are living with fasd and, um, you know, hear about how we can prevent it in a, on, a, on a larger scale. So, um, ProofAlliance.org.
0: I think it's wonderful. So, it's April 29th.
3: April 29th, yep.
0: 6.30 to 7.30 yep. p.m. Central Time.
3: Central Time.
0: Okay. The, it's on YouTube, that's yep. where it is, Yep,
3: right? yep. It'll be streamed on YouTube, yep.
0: streamed on There's no cost, obviously, but I would uh, highly... Pressure you? <laughs> wow! <laughs> you know, I would suggest that maybe you could uh, you could uh, step up and help help out. I will be. I, there's no question. I'm very impressed with both of you. Yeah, you,
4: know, you more than Paul. But well, yeah, that doesn't take much. So it's a, it's it. a very low bar what to go from. So it's <laughs> a low bar. Yeah. So where are you from, Paul? Uh, I grew up in Fridley. Live in Spring Lake Park. Oh, there you go. And yeah, just down the road. Down, and how did you two get to know one another? I don't know. It was much, I can't remember what I did ten minutes ago, more or less. What okay, I did twenty I years ago, but some. I think you came out of the blue
3: or yep. something. Yeah.
4: And then one thing led to another, and then it took. I tell you what, it wasn't an immediate love fest, in the fact that we had to take we had to, we had to go through those conversations and trying shocked. to figure it out. Well, yeah. It's, it's, good point. Good point. Come on, I love everybody. You know, love yeah, all, serve all. I'm like the hard rock man. Yeah. Love all, serve all. Love all, serve all. Yeah. Um, but we had to go through, you know, those, well, okay, you after the industry, or, you know, what do you think about the industry, and why are we doing this, and, and go through those conversations. And it was, you know, and, but then once we got through those hurdles, um, you know, here we are, 20 years later. See, the great thing, hand I'll, in say, hand.
0: I'll say it again, with the way the world is right now, with everybody going after one, the cancel culture, and the, this, and that I hate Trump, and I hate Biden, and I hate, hate, hate... To have people like you that are going out of your way to help people. You don't have to do this, but you're doing it because you're good people. We need a lot more people like you right now. Great examples.
3: Gee, thanks. Thank you. I, I think was, i got a tear in
4: my eye. I was looking at Sarah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you said you. I know,
4: because she's can. better. But you, but you said you, too. I so did you set you yourself I up. So I, up. I screwed it up. I'm dream- taking any opening I can, uh-huh. man. <laughs>
0: He dropped the ball. Now, Paul, it's great what you're doing, working with Sarah. Sarah working really hard. You can tell. Again, April 29th, 630 to 730, YouTube live stream. The cost is free, obviously. Proofalliance.org. That's proofalliance.org. Look at you guys. You filled up the entire hour. Great job. There's always a
4: lot of hot air where I am, man. So <laughs> <That's right.
0: laughs> Thank you so much. Great to meet both Thank of you. Thank you. Thank you for your hard Thank work. Thank you so Thank much. You. We'll be back in a few minutes.